Which coffee shop do you use? Um, okay. Let's see what coffee shop. Uh, uh, Itzi doesn't I, want I, to I, tell you. It's Kim and Dorton. It's Shazan. It's Shazan. I don't even know what it's called. I'll be honest. I don't know what it's called. Does it have a hash? All right. It has a hash, yes. Rabbi Nut. Itzi, you did good. All right. Yeah, Zuki Mishnah. We are, we are Peites Amid Base. We are at the bottom of the Yomad. We are at the Mishnah, eight lines from the bottom. Sook the Mishnah. Uh, wh- oh, now it? we're talking about uh, what, Itzi? Peites Amid Base, the bottom at the Mishnah. Okay? Peites Amid Base. Zuk the Mishnah. A woman comes to us now. We, you remember we learned yesterday, we talked about if a woman comes to collect only with a get, comes to collect only with a ksuba. So we said if she comes to collect only with a get, according to Rav, she gets ikr ksuba, not places ksuba. According to the others, she can collect everything. She comes only with a ksuba, she gets nothing. According to Rav, maybe she gets places ksuba. al she can collect. But what happens? A woman comes now to us. And she has in her hands shnei gitim ksubas. She has two gitim and two ksubas from the same husband. Meaning, he wrote her a ksuba. He got they got married. He wrote her a ksuba. They got divorced. Then he got she got married again. He wrote her a new ksuba, a second ksuba, and they got divorced. And he wrote her another get. So she comes before us now with two gets and two ksubas. And what does she no, want to do? No, the husband wanted to make sure that she lives in. She gave I don't know. Gets. Okay. All right, he must have been from Chelem. That's why he remarried her, so he can make sure she leaves him. Show him. All right, and now the woman comes, and she's asking for two ksubas. She wants to collect. She has two ksubas from the husband. She can be goiva. Uh, <coughs> the, two, the two ksubas. When does this exist? Zok Rashi. We're talking specifically in a case where Zman Harishayna Koydem, Zman Ksuba Rishayna Koydem was Zman Getarisha. The Ksuba was written, the first Ksuba is dated before the first get. And Michael, that makes sense, because when's the Ksuba given? When you go into the marriage, not when you're going out. So if the Ksuba was written after the get, after the first get, then I would say that first Ksuba has nothing to do with the first marriage, because it was written after the date of the get. And this man in the second ksuba was koidim leget sheni, was written before the get sheni. So therefore, goivish takes subasa, zotrashi, shrei girsha bechzira. It apparently from the sequence of the chronological dating of the ksubas and the get, it looks like he divorced her. He brought her back. The kosivlo ksubashnia, and when he brought her back, he wrote her a second ksuba. Let's say the dating of both ksubas are predate the getterishan. Loy, she would not be able to collect ksubas or trashi. Why? Shareik Sheikh Zero, when he brought her back, he didn't write her ksuba. Why? Because the dating in both ksubas predate the first divorce. So clearly he didn't write a ksuba for the second marriage. But none the safe, and we learned, we're going to learn a minute. Shtake ksubas veget. Can collect only one ksuba. Why shall menask ksuba zero? Because since I see there was no ksuba that was dated after the first get, so I say, you know what? 
when he brought her back, he was bringing her back on Smach of the first Ksuba. And the Mela, those two first Ksubas were both related to the first marriage. And the latter one of the two is the one that counts, and she can only collect one. Zotrashi, therefore, our Mishnah, when it says Shnei Gutem Ksubas, it must be that if the first Ksuba was written before the first, before the first get, and the second Ksuba was written after the first get, before the second get. And therefore, Goyveshtei Ksubas, because clearly the husband meant. So the Roshonim saying, we spoke this already, this is all when the woman did not collect, of course, in this case, she didn't collect the first Ksuba. She's coming now to collect both Ksubas. But so the Mishnah What happens if Shtei Ksubas forget Echad? She has two Ksubas, but she has only one get her hand. Oi, she has Ksuba v'Shnei Gitim. She has one Ksuba. She has two Gitim. Oi, she has Ksuba, one Ksuba and get and one get. But she has Vemisa. She has Edis that said the husband died. And what she's coming to us to say, Itzi, she's saying, "You owe me one get because the husband divorced me." Then he remarried me and he died on me. And now I have a demise that he died on me. So I want two, ksu, two ksubas. But how many ksubas is she presenting only? One ksuba. In all those cases, she collects only one ksuba. Because ultimately what? That unless we clearly see from the dating and the ksubas and the get that the second ksuba was written after the first get and before the second, then we say when a person remarries a wife, you know what? He has in mind on the first ksuba. I don't have in mind to give her a second ksuba. That's only when he didn't pay the first ksuba. But had he paid her the first ksuba, meaning itzi, he married her, he divorced her, he paid off the first ksuba. Now he remarries her. And now he wants to taina, I'll ask ksuba Rishayna, I married her. No, no, no. You paid her already first ksuba. You don't know how to live without. Tonight, best, about at least at least a mana you got to pay her. She's probably not a psula anymore, right? Because he married her the first time, second time around. But Avadi after. So the Roshanim say, all this is talking about, of course, that he hadn't yet paid the first ksuba. So since the husband didn't write a second ksuba, we say when he remarries the wife, he had a mind, you know, that first ksuba, I never paid you yet. For the second one also. And therefore, According how much to is- this thought process, the first Ratio of the Mishnah, Shnek Tik, Shnek Gitim, Shnek Tik, it doesn't make sense. Why not? Because remember what Rashi said. No, remember what Rashi said. What is the chronological order in that case? There was a Ksuba that predated. And then he gave her a get. Uh, no, no, and he wrote he a Ksuba first, gave her a get. Then he wrote her another Ksuba that was dated after this get. And right. then there was a get after the second ksuba. So what that happened case, here in the sefer? What are you telling me? In that yeah. case, we see he wasn't like the typical man aldas nesuner shaynim. He did it because he clearly loaded ksuba. What the mission is saying is, when I don't have evidence that shows that the man clearly wanted to write a second ksuba, then I can be safe to assume when he remarried her, he didn't have in mind to give her another ksuba. He meant the first ksuba. Of course, though, if there's a ksuba that's written, that's clearly dated after the se- first get, then clearly I see he meant to write her another ksuba. The, but that's it's not very, what the Mishnah says. He says... That is what the Mishnah is saying. I'm Where's the Mishnah not saying that? Zero, what? 
When? When there's when you don't have the dates in all those cases, those other cases, when you have steak subas veget echot, you have only one get with two subas, or you have a ksuba vishnei gitim, or ksuba veget, I have only one ksuba to deal with. So then I don't say because he remarried her, he's in, she's entitled to the second ksuba. I say no, when he remarried her, he had in mind the first ksuba. It's only the first case of the Mishnah where there were two gitim and two ksubas, and they were written in the kind of chronological order, which makes it clear that the husband meant to have a, a, a two things. Your Kasha Michael could be only from the case of the Mishnah, Shtek Subas Veget. Why Shtek Subas Veget? Why in that case, I don't say she's entitled to two Subas. After all, you see, he wrote two Subas. Look at Rashi on that. Zot Rashi over Shekodma Shteim Leget. Both of them predated the first Get. So if the two ksubas predated the first get, then I just say he meant just to change the ksuba, the original ksuba. But what? Right. There was never right. a second. So from that would be a shayat. Zuktigmar. Iboyu Baha'i Gova. Iboyu Baha'i Gova. It's mashma in the case that it, it, it that if he wants, if she wants, she could collect with this ksuba. Or with that ksuba, because we said ain lo achas. In the case when she has two ksubas and one get, we said ain lo achas. She can only one ksuba. It doesn't say ain lo We should say it's only the second ksuba because probably they changed their mind. That's why they have a second ksuba. See which one's dated later. No, instead, what do we say? Says mashma. She could she could choose which ksuba she prefers. She would go according to the Tosepas Ksuba to see which one has more value. What? One minute. We're not yet there. Very good, but Iboi Bahai Gove. She can choose which one. You have two stars that go out against somebody, one after the other. In other words, they seem to be. So which one's the right one? So we can assume the second one was made to supersede, as they would say in English, the first one. And I look at the second at the second one. So why does our Mishnah say, she can collect whichever she wants. It should say, she can only connect the second one. We learned that if, if he added in the second ksuba an extra thing that didn't exist in the first ksuba, then the, the reason they wrote a second ksuba was for the addition, not to annul the first ksuba, meaning what? It's not that she could collect both, but we're talking that he added. What does that mean? The husband says to the wife, listen, I love you so much. I didn't realize how good it's living with you. I'm going to write you a new ksuba. The new ksuba, I'm going to give you an extra $1,000 in the ksuba. Okay, but there's a chsarn in the new ksuba. What's the chsarn in the new ksuba, Michael? The dating of the new ksuba is later. So when she comes to be goivim in the chasum mishabadim for a ksuba, she's, if the new ksuba she wants, she's only going to be able to date and collect from the later date. Zuk, zuk, the, zuk the wife, the husband to the wife, 
I'm writing you a second ksuba. You don't have to decide now. Later on, you will decide which ksuba you want to choose. Do you want the first ksuba because it's more important to you to collect from an earlier day? Or do you want the second ksuba because it has a sofa? So that's why our mission is talking the same thing. Mechel, Usher can't see you. Bamela, I can't see you. I see only your forehead. Usher, you recognize Mechel? Hi, and Michael, Dennis, and Jack, Elana. Hi, Usher, Elana. Yeah, Usher, you're going. Ciao, bye. Okay, Zuk the Gemara. So that's what we're talking about. Toner Abanum. Zuk the Gemara like this. get uksuba umisa. She she pulls out of her hand a get. She pulls out of her hand uksuba, and she pulls out a death certificate. So now the question is, what does she want to um, uh, think? So im get koidim If the get was dated before the ksuba, then goyvish take ksubas. Then she can collect two ksubas. Why? We said a woman can collect on a get alone. So this woman is coming before us. What is she coming before us with? One get, one ksuba, but a death certificate. And she says, hey, on the get alone, in the Mishnah B yesterday we learned, I can collect. And now I want to collect on the ksuba, so I want to collect two things, one for the get, one for the ksuba. So then it depends when was the ksuba written. If the get was written before the ksuba, that means she got divorced, and maybe she got remarried, and then he wrote her ksuba. Her riot, the date on the ksuba, is after the date of the get. So im get koidim leksuba goyvishtei ksubosis. Masha enkein if the ksuba is kedemis leget. If the ksuba is written before the get, then ain't a goyvish leksuba achas. Then she can only collect the one ksuba. Why? I he was megarish. I'm megarish as ishtei. If somebody divorces his wife bechzira and brings her back, like the Mishnah says, I'm anas ksuba shoynechzira. He never had intention to give her the benefit of having a second ksuba because of the second marriage. It's only on the first, unless he writes clearly a a a a ksuba. Zok the Mishnah. Why doesn't the Gemara talk about why did she bring the death certificate for? Then what? What Sorry. is the death certificate? Why is? Sorry. The death certificate. What is it for? No, the death certificate is because she wants to collect as an it. She says, listen, I was married to him first. I have a get. And, I, and on that, I'm allowed to collect. Then he wrote me a ksuba afterwards. And then he died on me. So now I collect as almana. So I want to collect twice. From the first marriage, I want to collect because of the get. And the get itself entitles. And then for the second marriage, there's a ksuba there and, and I title. So if the ksuba is written after the get, then I say it's clear that he wrote the ksuba for the second marriage and not he didn't depend on the first. But if I say that the ksuba was written before the get, then I don't say that there was two. I don't say because I'll das. I don't say the second marriage he didn't have in mind. Yes, he remarried you, but he never meant to give you another ksuba. He meant only that first ksuba to collect the gun for both marriages. But over here, yeah, okay, zuk the mishnah, right? In other words, the death certificate is she's collecting on the second. You remember we learned yesterday that how does an almana bechlal collect the ikr according to Rav because an almana never has a get. And according to Rav, you collect the ikr only from a get, not from a that. So you remember it said that there is atheists that come and say she was living with him close to death. So it seems like that 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 she was uh, she was. So she collects another hundred. 
Yeah, well, right. Okay, Zogdi Gemara. Zogdi Gemara. Cotton, Zogdi Gemara. We're at Tzadikot Amidal of the mission. Cotton Shasia of it. A cotton that his father married him off. What does that mean? A father can marry off a daughter, and that's Kedushan Midaraisa. And then she's married Midaraisa. If a father marries off a son, there's no Kedushan, there's no Kedushan Midaraisa, there's no Kedushan Midaraban even. A father cannot marry off a son, really, to create a real Kedushan. So therefore, first of all, is he allowed to do it or not? Come to Rashba, and the Rashba says... A father's not allowed to marry off a son. It's called business. The Torah didn't allow it. Rabbanam didn't give a Kedushan. There's no Kedushan with the Raisa to marry off a cotton. And it's pushed up business. And therefore, you shouldn't do it. And break the Rajbah Raya. Because our Mishnah doesn't say... The Mishnah says, cotton shesia of it. His father did it already. Now we're dealing with the after effect. A father shouldn't marry off a cotton. Lemaise married Adam off as a cotton, and they wrote a ksuba. But right, that's not a good marriage. Now the cotton grew up, and he's a godl, and he's still living with the woman. Ksubasa kayemis. At that stage, the ksuba gets legs. That ksuba that he didn't write when he was, she was a godl, only when he's a cotton. Shalmanas ken kayemo. Because Amanas, that Ksuba is what he kept her as a wife afterwards. Zakrashi, Ksuba, and we'll see the second case is Ksuba The Mishnah says in the same way, that got Misgayer, and he married the wife before and then wrote her Ksuba, and now they got Megayer. Does the Ksuba have a toikev or not? Does the Ksuba have a mamad? Yes. Ksubosa kayamis. Why? Shamanas ken kayamo. Because of that, he was mekayim the Ksuba. Sorry. I apologize. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Shamanas Ken Kayamas. Okay, so everybody understands that, in fact, there was no Ksuba written after he became a Godel. There was no Ksuba written after they became a Ger. But nevertheless, okay, over here, the question of Shainam is, was she also a Goite that was Megayer, or was she a Bas Yisrael? So the Tesarit says, with Dafka talking about a guy who married a Bas Yisrael, and then was Nisgayer, then he's Mechuyiv to give her the Ksubit. But if not, he's not, he's not Mechuyiv to give her a Ksubit, because in Ksubit Lekananis. Other Shainam say, even they both were Goyim, and she was a Goyte, because later on, you don't want it to be a Beelaznus. The cotton becomes a godl. He doesn't want it to be a Beelaznus. The Ger were Megayer. They don't want it to be a Beelaznus. You have to have a Ksuba in the house. So they had in mind this Ksuba should have validity. This Mishnah, that he has to give her the Ksuba, is only the base Monomasayim. We know, it's he, we know that they, a woman gets married to a man. Whether there's a ksuba or not, there's a baseline. If she's a psula, she gets masayim. If she's uh, uh, not a psula, she gets a mona mea she gets. That is a tenai bezin, whether there's a ksuba or not. 
Dr. Afuna, when we say that a cotton that becomes a godel, the ksuba is kayemes, you know what? Look, I'm the monom assigned because it's a t'nai bezin. But if in the ksuba that he wrote as a cotton, there was additional money over and above the monom assigned, because that star that he wrote as the cotton has nothing to do that. And therefore, from that, he has nothing. What's the cash over here? Frectus is vintoimer. If all we're talking about is the Mona Messiah, what does it have to do with the star before? Even if the star of a cotton, the ksuba is nothing worth. Since we have our loche, that every woman that gets married to a man of Yisrael, there's automatically a t'nai ksuba. Even if there's no ksuba, it's a t'nai bezden that they get a Mona Messiah. And that's all that they're getting. What do you mean the ksuba kayamas? Even without the ksuba, push it. It's, it's a kayam because of the fact, t'nai bezden. Correct? Clear? Clear, Mechel, the Kasha, Nochamul. Vuzuk the Gemara, that when the cotton got married as a cotton and he wrote a ksuba, the ksuba is kayim even afterwards when he becomes a godl, even though the ksuba of a cotton is nothing, because Aldas came kayemas. That would be make sense if it includes the toysis ksuba, because the toysis ksuba, Mechetesa, when he becomes a godl, he says, I never wrote you a ksuba when I a godl. Doesn't matter, the ksuba cotton counts. But Rav Hunna says, anyway, he doesn't have to give her. It's only the monomasayim. The monomasayim, you know why he has to give her? Not because he wrote a ksuba cotton. Even if he didn't write a ksuba as a cotton, he would have to give her a monomasayim. Why? Because that's a t'nai bezin that everybody who gets married has to give a monomasayim, even without a ksuba. Even if he never ordered ksuba, even as a ktano yeshlo ksuba, she gets the monom assigned. The says maybe it means that you can collect from the chosim mishabadim. Afagav lesli kola val korcha legavia mishabde. Tosis says for sure she can't collect mishabde. Yeshloimer zok Tosis. This is the chiddush. Dashmian eichad the nosub psula. Let's say the cotton married a psula when he was a cotton. So how much does he have to give her at that stage as, as Nai Bezin? 200. Now when she becomes a Godoyle and he be, when he becomes a god a Godoyle, what is she now? When he has it with her beer the first time, what is she? Is she a Psula? She's not a Psula. So I'll Nai Bezin alone, how much should he have to give her then only? 100, not 200. Of them is Kamash Malon, that the Ksuba Kayemes, that since he wrote her a Ksuba as a, as a cotton, the 200, and at that time she was a Psula, he's still Mechuy of the 200. Zok Taisis, Vyesh Loimer Dashminen, Hecha Denosa Psula, Afagab the Kshigodlo in his Gara, Kvari Bula, she's already now no longer a Psula. Afilacha, Yesh Loik Suba Masayim, Shalmanas Ken Kayemo, she Achshav Kitchilis Nisuel. That so even though right now we're saying Alza Godel, now's when the Ksuba really kicks in, and now she's no longer a Psula. Nevertheless, in it, she wrote her Ksuba before we say Amanas Kane uh Kayama, and therefore you collect on that. Uh Rabbi, we are Sadiq Ahmed Aleph, the Mishnah. Uh, right after the Mishnah at the top. We're starting a new parak in one minute, and then we'll kick in the new thing. Rab Yudom, Rab Yudom, back to the Gemara. Rab Yudom, I feel a toisus yeshlo. Tzadik Omedalef, Taf Tzadik Omedalef. Rab Yudom, I feel a toisus yeshlo. Even the toisus ksuba, she's able to collect from a cotton shenis gadol. Zog to our masonry on Rab Yudom. We learned chitzo 
if she was mechadish in the ksuba, meaning a cotton that became big, and then she added, they wrote to the ksuba and they added to the ksuba. They wrote something extra. She takes what they added extra. If they didn't add, is mashma she doesn't get the taisis ksuba. And according to Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah said, I feel a loichitcha. She's entitled to the taisis ksuba. So Gemara, no cash on Rabbi Yudah. Ema, what the Mishnah means is af mashachitcha. Avada the taisis she gets, but also mashachitcha. But the Bryce doesn't say af mashachitcha. It says chitcha, they tell us. Mashachitcha. And she doesn't get any toysvis. So clearly it's not like Rav Yudah, because Rav Yudah said that even if she's not mechadish, if there's no chiddush in the ksuba, nevertheless the, the ksuba kayemis means collects even the toysvis ksuba that they wrote in as a cotton. So you're right. It's a cash in Rav Yudah. Rav Yudah, you're right. Rav Yudah, masnite The Mishnah made him a mistake. Rav Yudah made a mistake. Who saw the Mishnah? He thought, since the Mishnah said, that the Ksuba that he wrote while he was a cotton still exists when he's a Godel. He thought, it means the Ksuba in its full value, the Mona Messiah, plus also the Toysis Ksuba. And he was incorrect. The Mishnah just meant that the main ksuba, the monor masayim, that she gets to collect uh is gadol. But the toisis ksuba, if he wasn't chadish in it and added afterwards, that he does doesn't collect. Why? Because the star of a cotton is nothing, and the tnai bezin is only what it's is only the monor masayim, the base amount. And the mele, that's all the kayamis is. I, what does kayamis mean? As Toysa says, even though now she's not a psula, but if she was a psula when the cotton married her, she collects like a psula in this case. Zog the Mishnah. We're starting the next parak. Misho Yenosu. So just to remember a few klolem before the Eilam Zahalton caught a few klolem. The Gemara is the Gemara, and yeah, not, not all of it is Agadites. Okay, we know the Aloha is like this. A person marries a woman, then the Aloha is like this. She gets a ksuba. One of the things that they write, a woman brings in Nechzit in Basel, she brings in the Chosim to the, to the marriage, and she says, you know what, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm going to die, and the husband's going to die. And what's going to happen is the husband remarried a second woman, and that second woman's kids are going to inherit equally in my fields that I brought in from my father's house. And he doesn't want that. And really who doesn't want it is the girl's father. So the girl's father is not going to give any shine and nothing because the last thing he wants is the husband to marry a second wife and the second wife will have kids and those kids will share equally with his Einikach in Buseir Shvergar. So he's not going to give her nothing. So the Chum said, this Ksub has been indifferent. We learned that together, which is that if a woman brings nechassim into the marriage, then her kids get first dibs of those nechassim. When the husband dies later on, the kids first take the Yerusha of, of their what their mother brought in, and then the rest they share with the, with the, with the second wife. Everybody clear? One extra, one extra thing they added to the Nekudah, the Chachom. The Chachomim said, though, 
This Bnin Dichrim was only at Kona Midrabonam. The Rabbanam were misakin this. What's going to happen is, let's say the father leaves over Yerusha, and the entire Yerusha is $100. The first wife brought in fields worth $100. So what's going to happen when the father dies? Will the sons of the first and the second share in the Yerusha? No, because the second will get a big zero. Because the first sons will take the $100 off the top, because that's what the mother brought in. What are you going to end up happening? That the Drabana was the Din Because of the Din Drabanam to allow the first woman's children to get first dibs, what ended up happening is you were in Gansen Oiker that there's no Din Yerushim Because Yerushim would be the kids would share equally the kids. So therefore, we learn together. This din benin dichren the Rabbanam said is only if there's left over after I give the first kids their hundred dollars, there's still at least one dollar left over to split. So therefore, I can say the din Yerusha deraisa ended up on that one dollar. So the first, the kids first took what their mother brought in the hundred dollars. There's one pruta left to split. So the deraisa din Yerusha the halukim deraisa happens. On that one dollar, but if there's nothing left after that first thing, then no, then the problem is they get they get no din bin dichren, and the brothers just split equally. The first wife and the second wife's kids speak equally. Somebody was married to two wives, umes, and uh, he died, and now the two women are coming and they're being tevea duksuba. First of all, women, if a husband dies from the light, they're Tavea Ksuba. When they're Tavea Ksuba, Michael, they're not Tavea Ksuba Al Sadin Yorish. They're Tavea Ksuba Al Sadin Balchoy. The husband owes me, right? Not I'm Yorish, my husband, because the children are Yorish, but I'm a Balchoy. They owe me. So who gets first dibs? There's not enough money to pay out both Ksuba. Harishoyne Kedemus Lishnir. The first woman that he married first, she is Kaidim Lashnir because her ksuba and her marriage comes first. And Mamela, if there's not enough to go for both, she collects. And in the same way, let's say both women died, and now it's the children of the women trying to collect their ksuba from the from the father again. The Yarshim of the first come before the Yarshim of the Shnir because the Yarshim of the are standing in place in their mother and the second one on the thing. Now we come a different case. So that was a guy's married to two women, both women die, and they're coming to collect the Ksuba. What happens? No sister Shaina. He married a first woman, Umeso. This case, she died before he died. Now, what do the kids have? What do her kids have in this time? They don't have a right of a ksuba yet, right? Because the ksuba, the mother died. The ksuba is only if, if, if the father died, right? The mother died first, so there's no ksuba. But what they do have a right is in benin dichret. In the few, what the mother brought in fields into the marriage, when did they have a right for that? Not now. When the father will die, they're going to have a right in getting those fields first, Metairus, what is that? Metairus Yerusha. We're going to see it. Machlok is in the Gemara, but we're going to see. So what happens? Nosa Roshayno Mesa, and she died. Nosa Shnia, and then he remarried a second wife, Umesu, but then he died before the second. Now, the children of the second one, when they are collecting, and then, um, so then, 
let's say she doesn't die, he, she herself, the second wife, or her children, when they come to collect the ksuba, what are they coming to collect the ksuba as? About Khoif, not also Yerush, right? Because who died first? By the second husband, the second husband died, the husband died before the second wife. When a husband dies first, what's the wife's right of the ksuba? not And if the woman dies then, then her children are still like a balchayv in the father's estate, not a yerush like a ksuba. Clear? When the wife dies first, then there's no collection of the ksuba. Ultimately, the children will yashin the father, but there's no din of a balchayv. But by the second wife, since the husband died before the second wife, then what, did it, what is the collection of the ksuba in that case? As a balchayv. So therefore, what do I have now? I have the first children who want to collect from the estate as Yarshim, Bnim Dichren, what our mother brought in, Alts Yerush. The second kids from the second wife, what are they collecting the Ksuba as? As a Balchoyv. So the Allah is like this. The second wife or her offsprings come before the Yersha and before the Benin Dichren. Why? Because they are a din of a Balchayv. And when a father dies <laughs> and leaves over an estate and there are debts and there's about, and there's who, what happens with the Yerusha? First, the debts, the Balchayv can collect from the Yerusha first. And then the Yershim get the rest. So therefore, even though usually Benin Dichren, these fields that the wife brought in, the first field should have been first, that is Yerusha against Yerusha. But it's Yerusha against Balchayv. The second kids are a Balchayv. They're collecting their mother's ksuba, which is a Balchayv Dikadin. Oh, Balchayv comes before Yerusha. So the second ones collect first. Okay. Clear? Okay. I hope it's clear. Crystal. 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 That's very good, Michael, if it's crystal clear. Now the question will be, we throw we throw a little bit of a curveball in here. The question is, let's say there's enough to pay off the second wife's ksuba. Now the first son say, okay, now we want the rest first. Why? Because Blindichren, our mother brought in the marriage, and now we come first. So what's the Shiloh over here? They should be entitled. As long as what? Yeah. We said there's one caveat. The there has to be left over one Shava Pruta to make a split. Correct? There has to be one Shava Pruta. The brothers say, the first kids say, you know what? We don't need a one Shava Pruta. You know why? The Din Yerusha already happened. The Din Nachlom Ederais already happened because you guys took the Balchayv first. You collected first the Balchayv. Why does a Balchayv collect first? That's also a Din in Nachlom. So now, even if there's not a Pruta left for you guys, once we take our Benedichon, it shouldn't bother us. You know why? Because, in fact, you guys already were mekayim the din nachlo by collecting as a balchayim. So the question is, something more like this. So that's the din moiser. We're going to come to that. The first problem is like this. Usually by benin dichren. And I apologize for the complexity of the Gemara. If I, maybe I'm not doing a good job. Maybe the Gemara is a little complex. Usually by benin dichren. The story is like this. The first kids have a taina for what their mother brought in. 
And the second kids, he married a second wife. Mustama, he looked for a woman with some nechassim also, since he looked by the first one. The second wife also brought in nechassim. So usually, both kids understand the first kids take their things that their mother brought in, and the second kids bring maybe one is more than the other first. But since both of them have that taina, they don't end up in a fight because everybody understands that there is something because each one brought in a mother, each mother brought in something. But in our case, maybe what happens if the second one didn't bring in nothing? There's nothing for the second one. Zogdik Mishnah. Zogdik Mar. Midik Tana. Since the Mishnah said, The first one collects before the second one. Oh, sorry. I forgot. What I spoke out is on the next piece of the Gemara. This piece of the Gemara is much more simpler. The Mishnah said in the case where it's not different, somebody was married to two women and then he died, then he has only Ksuba to pay one, not the Ksuba for both. The one who we married first gets, gets the estate for the Ksuba. Since it says, goes first, and he didn't say, the first one gets, and the second one gets nothing. The deal to make out of that is, the if the second woman, or the Yershim of the second woman, went and grabbed an Echassim before the first, you don't take it away from them. In other words, if they're coming to Bezin to ask who gets first, the one who married her in first gets first. But if they grabbed it, that should be a raya. We have a shaila in the Gemara. The Gemara asks, if I have two balchoyves, I owe two people money, and the later balchoyve who I borrowed late, who I lent, who I borrowed, who I lent money to, who I borrowed money from later, comes and seizes the assets first. I should learn from our Mishnah that what I collected, I collected. Why? Because our Mishnah says that the one who goes first is the Rishayna. But it doesn't say is mashma the second one would be Teufus first, they would get it. And why don't we bring a raya from our Mishnah? In truth, I'll tell you that no. A balchayv, that's a later dated chayv, and there's only enough to pay one chayv. The, the earlier dated one collects, and if the second one grabs the nechassim, we take it out of him. My kodemus. So why does the Mishnah say kodemus? The Mishnah should have said the shnia ain't law period. The Mishnah taka means It means that the shnia gets nothing. And like we learn, where did we learn the same thing? We learned that when a father dies and there's sons and daughters, ben kodem labas for Yerusha, the son is before the daughter. And over there, what does it mean? The son is before the daughter. Avada over there, the daughter tries to see Setegunish Helfen because a baspa mokem ben is nothing. So I see even with the loshen kodem, it doesn't mean. But if I grab it, it'll be okay. It's just a loshen. So the same way by us, even though it says koidma, rishon koidma, it doesn't mean if the second one grabbed, the second one will get it. So it's a, you're going to ask the kasha, what's the svara? The second one should be able to grab it. What are we in the wild west over here? Of course, if the rishon is koidim, why should the second one be able to grab it? You don't have that kasha, Itzi. It didn't bother you. You weren't listening, damn it, because I know that's your kind of kasha. 
Frectosis Tamer. My Svaris who deloye Balchoy Velikolakea, Domakech, Gufa Katara Balchoy Rishon. Even Tosis asks it better. Look how beautiful Tosis asks it. Tosis says, let us say the second one collected. Okay, he grabbed. But now the first one has a right to be Torah Melikuchos. So the second one is only like a Lekuchos, and now the first one can grab it away from the second one. V'tiris Rashbam, the Balchoy Meuchor, Odif Melikeach. A Balchoy, a later Balchoy, is better than a normal buyer. Why? Because they wanted to make sure that a guy needs a second mortgage. Nobody will want to rent. Nobody will want to give him a second mortgage because I have no chance to get the security. So therefore, they told him, you know what? If you grab it first, you're going to be able to get the second. So they gave him a thing. So Tosha says, I, the first guy, the first guy knows he's Yodal Yoyin. As long as he comes first, he's okay. But we gave a little bit of a, of a breathing room to the second. Okay, Ikidamra Abba said, Midlochtona, since it doesn't say Kodmashniya Vitovsay Mutsim Biyode, since the Punkvakar, since the Mishnah doesn't say if the second wife, the second marriage grabbed it first, Aimotsim Yoda, she can keep it. Michal is a raya punkvaker, the kodmashmiya vitovso that by every balchoy, if the second one grabs it first, Mafkinamino, we take it out from them. There's no point of being able to grab. Shmamino. Therefore, we have a raya balchoy meucher shekodem vegova. Later, balchoy who tried to grab and collect before the first one, mashegova loigova. So, no, no raya from the mishnah. Maybe our mishnah also holds mashegova gova. If you grab, you grab. Ah, why does the mishnah not say? That if the second one grabs, it's okay. I did the tona since the safe of the Mishnah, where it's talking about the Yorshir Shina are coming as Subas Binin different, and the Yorsha Shnia are coming as Bachaiv. So therefore, Shnia of Yorshao Kodmim Liyorshim Harishina. And in that case, you can only say that case. It's not shaykh to say the other case because there's no bnin dichren on the other side. So in the first case in the Mishnah, the Mishnah also didn't mention it. But in fact, but in fact, if the second one, the second wife would go grab from the estate to pay her ksuba before the first, she would be able to grab because masha govu govu and it would be okay. Okay. Zuk, the Mishnah we learned, where Tzadik Ahmed based, top of the Ahmed. We learned the Mishnah like this. Okay. Um, we learned Nosa, and now we talk about what I talked before. He married the first wife, and then she died first. Then, and therefore, the children became entitled to what? No collection of Ksuba, because the mother died before the husband. But what they do have is Benindichem when the father died. But then the father remarried a second woman, and then the father died. Now the children of the second marriage have a claim of what? Of a balchoyv, because the father, when he died, the estate... Hey, hey, get down, the usher. Get down right away from there. Don't climb there. That's the shoulder. Usher, I won't let you outside if you go up there. You know how dangerous that is? I know you got. Oh, and I don't want to be climbing up there. Oh, sorry, I apologize. Over here, there's a there's a thing in Baruch Hashem. My usher is an active active one. So so all right. 
So therefore, we said like this, the second children are coming out to collect, right? Because they're collecting the ksuba. So therefore, they come before the first ones who are Yerush. So the Gemara says like this, class. We learned three halachas out of this dinner, the Mishnah. There are three halachas we can learn about. Shema I'm sorry, if you could take them in just for 10 minutes and I'm finished. We learn out of this three halachas over here. First of all, we learn if one child happened that the father, that the mother died while the father was alive, correct? That's the only case of ksubas benin dichren, right? So the first the first son, the first child, what is he coming as a ksubas benin dichren, right? Because his mother died while the father was alive. And what's written in the ksuba is, but husband dearest, though I died before you, and you don't have to pay me a ksuba, but when you die, my children will inherit first your thing. They got a ksubas benin dichren. But the second child doesn't have the benin dichren. What happens? She's coming to collect because of the koyach of the choyve, the father. The father owes the mother a ksuba. Why? Because the father died first, and therefore is an obligation to pay the mother. The mother then died. The children pick up the ksuba. So yeshlem ksuba's benin dichren. Even so, the first children can collect the ksubas ben I would think that maybe the brothers will have a fight. In a classical case where the first kids are ben because of the first wife, and the second kids are ben because of the second wife, even if it's not equal, they understand each other, and they're masking, there's a concept what our mothers brought into the marriage, we should eat inherit first. But if one of the children only have a ben and the other child doesn't have a ben then maybe the second children will say, what do you mean? Why are you taking what your mother brought in first? We don't agree with that. We're naya masses ben we don't agree. And they'll say, and it's going to make a fight. So maybe the Chama weren't Mesakin, Ksubas bin Indichan. But since our Mishnah says that the Shnia Koydemis Lurashayna is the Chmashme that what? After the second ones are paid, the first ones will get their benindichen. So I see that even in a case of echos bechay, of echos bemoisoy, that one of the children doesn't have a benindichen, even so they were masakin, there's benindichen is okay, we're not worried. So gemar mimai, midiktona, since it says, shniyav yorsheol, koidnim liyorsheyoshayinim, come before the first, is the chbashme, excuse me, miktimu the kavme, they go first. But if there's anything left over after the second ones took the choyv, the ksuba of their mother, then the first ones could take, shakal they could take. So shmamino. So that's so I have that right. And what's the what's the question here? Why should the benin dichen come? Can you speak before? up? It's a, can you speak up? Because my speaker is not so good. Yeah, the benin dichen comes for sure afterwards. So what do you mean? There's anything left? I no, know. the point that's you're right. The benin dichen comes after, but the Shiloh was that when one has benin dichen and the other child doesn't have benin dichen, doesn't have the concept of benin dichen, because by him he's only a balchayv. Then if you give the second child benin dichen, the first 
if you give the first child benin dichren that he's entitled to, the second child will shrai chai bekaim. What are you giving him benin dichren? We have to serve part. So therefore, there was a half a minute to say the Abadam were only masakin benin dichren when the children of both wives have a benin dichren play. So when they have a benin dichren play, the kids won't fight about it because they're masking each one has their own benin dichren. But when only one of them has a benin dichren, then maybe their chum weren't masakin he should get. But since the mission is said, Koydemis Lerushayna, is the Chmashma, once I pay off the second ones, then the first one kicks in with his Benindichen. So I see that even when only one has a Benindichen, Benindichen comes into play. Vishmaminot, the next thing, that Ksuba What we said, that one of the conditions of collecting Benindichen is there has to be left over enough to create a nachla midiraisa, that there's a split, we're the splitting. If by giving benin dichren to the kids, there will be nothing left over to split amongst all brothers, that would mean the Rabbanim were oiker the Yerusha midiraisa, we wouldn't allow that, and there would be no benin dichren. In our case, we're talking there's nothing left over for the second kids. In other words, what happens? First, the second kids take the ksuba to their mother. Then the first kids take benin dichren, and then there's nothing left. There's nothing left afterwards. Why could they take benin dichren? We said benin dichren, there has to be something left over to split. Is a raya that the fact that the second brothers took iksuba, which is a balchoyv, which is not a Yerusha, that's also considered the din in nachla. Why? Because part of the din of nachla of the Torah is, first I pay off a balchoyv. Then what's left, the kids yarshin equally. So, okay. You're right, in this case, there's nothing about the kids yashining equally, because the first ones are going to take all the money else been in different. But the first part of Nachla happened. What was it? We paid off the Balchoy. So, and how did we pay that off? Equally, because the second kids paid themselves. It's like they took from the Yerusha and they stuck it. They took from the right pocket into the left pocket. But in that concept, they were equal with the brothers. Both of them paid that equally. So we see the chiddush that that the money of a that you're paying a balchoy that could also be considered a moiser could also be considered that the din nachla happened through that. Amemela, I allow the other children to collect their blindichren even if it means there'll be nothing left overwards to split. Why? Because the second kids got paid off already from the Yerusha equally. So the din nachla of the equal payment happened already. How do I see it from the Mishnah? Since the Mishnah doesn't say that the first ones collect only im dinner, that if there's a leftover dinner, then the first ones can collect their benedichon. It doesn't say that. It's at Ashniya And after the Shniya, the Rishon can collect, no matter if there'll be nothing left over for the Shniya, else than Yerusha. So it's a riot that the Ksub itself acts as the Moiser. The Shema Menon, the third thing that you learn from this is, that doesn't collect from the Chosem Mishabotim. What's the right Ksubah's Benindichen doesn't collect from the Chosem Mishabotim? Because if it collected, then very good, the second sons first collected their Chosem and their mother, the Ksubah. But you know what will happen? The first sons will immediately take away the stuff from the second son. Because they will say, you are like a Balchoyv collected. But our Ksubah, our Benindichen predates your 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 chayv because your mother got married twice and therefore I would collect it because of ksubas ben 
So therefore, I see they don't the Esau Kedaitin because if you would think Tarfim Shabda, that Benin Dichrin can also collect. Let the sons of the first wife go, and they can take away what the Benishia collected already because now they can come and they can collect Mishabodim. Elamai is a raya that it's not a din in Yasmin, and therefore they can't collect from the Mishabodim. So therefore, we learned three alochas we learned out of this. Maskala Ravashi, Kumt Ravashi, and Ravashi asked like this, Mimai. He goes in the first alocha. What was the first alocha? That if one son has been in Dichen, and one son doesn't have been in Dichen, even though I would think that potentially maybe the Chum weren't Mesakin been in Dichen in that case, so the brothers shouldn't fight. Nevertheless, we see they, they were Mesakin. Maybe no right. I'll tell you. In truth, if only one was Bechayev and the other one was Bemoisoy, that the father died before the mother. And therefore, that child of the second wife doesn't have a din of Bindichren. There's no Ksuba Bindichren even for the first. My Kodman, but you brought a riot because the Mishnah said Shniya Kodman Lershina is Mashma, but after the Shniya get paid off, the Roshina could get their Bindichan. No, you know what Kodman means? It means that the Yosh Shniya come first to the Nachal, to the normal inheritance. And if there's something left over, then they all split equally, but not the Ksubas Bindichan. The first kids can never get Ksubas Bindichan. The first thing that comes off the top is the second children. And collect the ksuba of their imam because there's a balchayt, and then you split the rest. That's what it means. The chitim, if you will say that the mission is talking, not talking about ksubas ben in duchran. Elot's talking about stam de why does it say it's not it's to the regular because the Yorshar Shaina have nothing special if we're not dealing with the of the Yorshar Shaina what defines them as the Yorshar Shaina it's just the second one connect their before I do the general split is is a Yorsha Shani Yaskalamali, then I can tell you simple. I did the toner because he said Shnia Vyorshell. He had to say by Shnia Vyorshell, Tony Nami Liorsha Shani used the expression of Yorsha Shani, but really he meant all the brothers split equally afterwards. And Take, there's no Bnindichan when Echel Mesvechot Chaya, because we're worried the Chum weren't Masaki because they're worried they would fight. With the comrade, the second thing you wanted to bring a proof that that I see, even though we always say there has to be left over at least the Shava Pruta that all the brothers e- split equally. Because if there isn't a Shava Pruta, then there are and that we don't do. But we said from our thing is a Raif, the second brothers got paid al sabal khayb then that payment that sabal khayb was really paid by all the brothers equally and so therefore the nakhla medaraisa happened with that dilma no raya loyla maimelah maybe i'll tell you ink subas nasa maisul khaberta ik suba doesn't become a masul lkhaberta and therefore we're not talking about that bahu who the ik maisul dinner in our case you know why the first children from the first wife get benin dikhran because they even after they take the benin dikhran there will be left over a pruta to split equally and therefore there's a din benin dikhran but if let's say after the first children take their benin dikhran, and there would be nothing left over, I would say 
that you can't do brindichon. Why? Because you're I, I already paid the second children, and that I paid from the entire estate, which is the nachlam That is not doesn't feel like a payment because that went to the yarshim itself. Period. So memela, there's no raya. So okay, zokti gemara. I won't make it more complicated. Zokti gemara. This concept that you talked about, if one brother is entitled to bin indifferent from one wife and the other one is not entitled to bin indifferent because there the mother died after the, the husband after. And therefore, the question about whether the Rabbanim were misakin bin indifferent in that case or they were to fight about the brothers, really is machlokis tanoi. The sanya we learned. Somebody was married to two wives and the ksuba of one was bigger than the other. Umesu and they died. Achas Umesu and they and they died. Achazu Achas Bechaya. One died. The two women died. One of them died while the husband was alive, and his ksuba was much bigger than the other one. The Achas and the one that had the small ksuba died. The Moisoi after he died. And the Mela, there's no ksuba more. The value of the ksuba is not more than exactly these two ksubas. So it's exactly our case. So what happens? Benana soimer, yecholim b'nei the sons of the one who died first, the one who died before the husband, can say, loimer shia, can tell the second children, you're right, you guys come first. Why do you come first? Because your mother died after the father, and therefore you're a balchayv, because your mother was a balchayv. Atem b'nei balchayv atem. Agree. So therefore, you know what? Take the ksuba that's written in your mother's ksuba as a balchayv, but then vitsu, then you're out of here. You have no more claims to the Yerusha. You know why, my Etsy? Because who comes next? We come next because our mother brought in whatever is left of the estate, our mother brought into the marriage, and therefore we get it. That's benin dichen. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva said, the time when the husband died. Um, while the second wife was alive, Yerusha jumped into the place, it went out already, and now there's no Bnindichrin because the second kids have a, only a Balchayb, there's no Bnindichrin, so the inheritance jumped in front of the Bnindichrin, and the Nachlo felt for Bnishnia. So the Gemara thought, what does the Rabbi Kiva mean? My lab, don't you think? Exactly in our Shaila. Mar benanes sober holds. If one child is entitled to brindichon, would have normally been tired because their mother died while the husband was alive. The second child, the mother died after the husband died. And therefore, there's no brindichon. There's still a brindichon. That's why Benana said, the children of the first wife say to the second wife, take your mother's ksubah, but then you're out of here. We take the rest of the Umar and Rabbi Kiva who argued, you know what he meant to argue? He said in the same case of Achaz Machai of Achaz Moise, Elam Ksubas Benindichron, because Rabbi Kiva says the Chacham or Chayshish Linutza, the brothers will fight because the second brothers don't have a Benindichron and therefore they will fight about it. So that's why Rabbi Kiva said, no, 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 the rest, what's left over, everybody splits evenly. There's no Benindichron. 
So that's Machlokis Tanoam. Omer Rabbe, Ashkenin Rabbanan, we'll just finish the, here the two dots. The Bey Rav, the Yasser Bekamran, the people in Yeshiva were saying, the Kula Almano, in there, that's not the Machlokis. Both Bey Nanis and both Rabbi Kiva hold, Achaz Bechayav, Ba'achaz Bemoisoy, even in a case where one brother has been in Dichran, the other doesn't, Yeshlam Ksub has been in Dichran, the one, and they weren't Choshish about a fight, fighting. I was the Machlokis of Bey Nanis and Rabbi Kiva. No, the case is after you paid off the ksuba, the second wife. Now, if I were to give the children of the first wife their benindichan, there will be nothing left over. And we have the Shaila that benindichan was only at Kona Wenetzi, when at least there's one Shava Pruta left over to split after I do the benindichan, Shaloi Laker Nachlomidaraisa. But the Shaila is that ksuba that the second children collected. Is that considered a, a moiser ksuba? Is that considered I was mekayim already nachlam edraisa? No, that is the machlokes of Ben Nanas and Rabbi Kiva. Zogdimar vaocha beksuba nasis moiser lechaberta huadin, and the same thing would be a balchay. Listen to this, and we're going to finish with this. The same way like the second woman, the children are taking the ksuba, their mother, al not al Yerusha. In the same way, forget, let's say there's no children uh, of the second taking Yerusha. Let's say both of them, the women died before. But let's say the husband owed money to a third party, a $100. And now the first children have been in different. The second one have no been in different. But the, and, and let's say they have been in different even. And and now the shaila is, but if the first children take their benin dichren, there's nothing left over to split evenly. But you know what? The estate has to pay this foreigner. They have to pay first the choyv shalabiyim. Who's paying that choyv shalabiyim, Mitzi, first? All the brothers are paying it. Since all the brothers are paying it, Maybe that's already a din nachlom And therefore, it doesn't bother me when I give the benin dichrin to the first kids. There's nothing left to split. Why? Because I was mekayim the din nachlom by paying off the third party from all the brothers. That's a din in nachlom So, din And kamifliga, that's the machloikis. Mar sover ben nanis holds. Ksuba nasis moisil chaberta. Ksuba also, the balchoiv of ksuba, that in itself creates a leftover and a din nachla, who a din it doesn't have to be a ksuba, just like a ksuba is a balchayv, if you owe money to anybody else, and the estate pays that, by the estate paying the money out of the estate, they were mekayim the mitzvah nachla medaraisa, and now therefore, the first kids can take the whole benin dichen, and you're not oiker nachla medaraisa. My sovereign Rabbi Kiva says, No, ink suba nasis moisil chaberta, who a din lebalchayv, a ksuba doesn't become a, a moiser, we don't consider that as if I was mekayim the din nachlo, and the same way a balchayv also is not if I pay off a balchayv. Ba'aminu we'll finish with this last line. So Rabbi told her, Abonim, I like the way you're thinking, but with one change. Balchayv kulalme, even Rabbi Kiva will be moiser. If the estate paid off a third party, even Rabbi Kiva would be moiser, it shows it's a sign of the Nachlo being executed according to the Dindaraisa. Why? Because who paid off Shimon, the friend? Who paid him off? All the kids paid him off equally. So that's a din of Nachlo Midaraisa. So now, even if there's nothing left over after Benindichan, I don't care. I was already Mikhail Nachlo Midaraisa. Why? Because who paid the third party, Itzi? 
The two sons from the first wife, the second wife, they both paid the third party. So I was Mekayim Nachlem you know where Rabbi Kiva argues only? Only Biksuba. Why does he argue Biksuba? Because Ksuba, who plays off? Zok Rashi, Ki Pliga Biksuba, and we'll end with a Rashi. Be'echos Bechaya, Be'echos Bemoiso, Shashnir Choivi. Only in that case where the second one is collecting the Ksuba al Tsachoiv, they're Pliga. Why? Bananas sober, bananas hold, Harezu Kashar Choiv. It's like any other Choiv. And who paid off the Ksuba to the second sons? In effect, both the first and the second sons paid off the second Ksuba. The second sons also paid it off. They paid it off to themselves. And the Mela, there was a Kim of Nachlam Edraisa. Mashenkein Rabbi Kiva Sober, Lav Kashar Choiv Doma. Why? Kivin the Inu Gufe Kashakla. What did the second sons do when they paid? They really paid themselves from the Nachlam. So, what is that like? Taking from the right pocket and putting into the left pocket. They only, in essence, they only received, they didn't really pay anything out of pocket. Doesn't look like they, we did the Iker Din Midaraisa of Nachla. And in any case where I don't see a Kim of Nachla Midaraisa, the Rabbanim weren't Mesakin. Zuck Rabbakiva, like this if the two brothers are paying off third parties, then I do benin dichren, even if there's nothing left afterwards. Why? Because since Reuben and Shimon, the two brothers, paid off Moshe's chayv from the Yerusha, by them paying it equally off, what did they show? They showed the din of Nachlam and Deraisa. Masha Enkin, if Shimon, Reuben and Shimon paid off Shimon's debt, what, what Shimon is old because of his mother's ksuba, did Shimon really pay anything? No, he received. You're right. He paid, but he paid from his own left to right. In that case, if there's nothing left over after Benin Dichen, the Rabbanim weren't Mesakin. If there's Moiser still anyway, the Rabbanim weren't Mesakin Benin Dichen. But if there wasn't a Moiser, they weren't Mesakin at Benin Dichen. I, I apologize, Rabboisai, about the, the, I don't know, the difficulty of the daf or the difficulty in my explaining. It's one of the more um, uh, difficult, I'll pshat that daf in the msechte, but I hope, I hope, I hope uh, we did uh, justice to it. Everybody have a wonderful day.